What is up, Penguin fans? Happy August 12th. Well, happy Friday. I mean, I should say today is August 12th. We are, again, just about halfway through August, the worst month for um, this forge because everything is, again, at a complete and utter standstill. But for today's show, have some good topics to discuss. We're going to get into what a potential contract extension looks like for Jake Gensel. Um, I almost forgot. He only has two more years left. On his contract of six million, I don't think they're going to extend it this year. But after this season, I definitely think an extension could be in the cards for Jacob to get into what I would probably give him what a, a nice comp would be for him looking into the, into the numbers. We'll also get into um, a Penguins target, Johan Larson, signing overseas, and how it's kind of ridiculous that no team would wanted him with his really good defensive impacts. And we'll finish off the show um, with some news and notes around the league. So that's all coming up right after this round. Your Locked On Penguins. Your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Hodes. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. You can also follow the show's Twitter at LOS Penguins. And of course, thank you all so much for making this your first listen of the day. So let's jump right on into it. So saw this topic on Twitter and I was scrolling um, this morning. I thought oh, this would be a quick one of my one good podcast topic to discuss today. It was a Penguins account, and the person asked, you know, how much would be too much? Or Jake Gensel for you know his contract coming up, and you know for those that don't follow me on Twitter, you know I I put on I put you know what I would give him on there, where I would kind of stop at this point. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that negotiation is going to come up really quick. You know, he only has this year and next year, and then he's a UFA, and you know if he makes it there, he, he's going to get paid. He's only going to be twenty nine to thirty at that time anyway. You know the Penguins will have to be careful with that contract because, you know, those kind of deals, you know, that go well into your thirties, you know, they a lot of them I think age pretty poorly. I don't know if Jake is gonna be one of those players just because he's so freaking good, but there's always a lot of risk involved with that kind of deal. And you know, Jake was incredible again this year, you know, forty goals for the second time in his Penguins career. Um he's the only other player in the Sigino you know, era to have multiple seasons of 40 or more goals. Um, if he has 35 to 40 goals this year and the next year, um, I think he can push for $9 million per um, either from the Penguins or on the open market. If you were to ask me right now, I think anywhere 8 times 8, 8 times 8.5 would be pretty fair. Uh, basically, the Philip Forsberg comp. Um, you know, Forsberg, another very underrated goal scorer. In this league, remember, you know, him and Jake, you know, they kind of came into the league, you know, cl- close to the same time. I mean, well, I shouldn't say that. They're the same age, but Forsberg came in a little earlier just because, you know, the, the pedigree and the hype around him was obviously a bit more than Jake. I don't think anyone expected Jake to be as good, if not better, um, than Philip Forsberg. But, you know, they, they, both, they both had pretty similar production. You know, ever since, you know, both came into the league. And I, I do think Jake is going to be looking at that deal and be like, okay, you know, 
this is probably the baseline of what I can get. But if I can produce even more, you know, what's to say, what's to stop me from getting over what Forsberg got? And you know, in my opinion, I would probably even go eight times nine. Right now, more than nine, I, I think that's a little much. Um, at least in this point, I don't think he's going to push for ten million personnel. Like, I think that the ten million per players are. You know, that, that's only for the, the elite, elite players in this league. I, I think Jake is great. I, I think he is one of the elite goal scorers in this league, but I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say that he is, you know, one of the 10 best skaters in the league that should be getting over 10 million. I, I think that will be um, a mistake to say. I think I would look a little too biased with that. You know, part, part of my job here is to, you know, be objective as I can with regards to the Penguins on this podcast. Um, you know, he definitely has the opportunity to be, at a point per game uh, pace these next couple of years. I mean, you know, this past year, 84 points in 76 games. The year before that, 57 points in 56 games, 43 points in 39 games. So three years in a row now, he's been um, at, at or just a little – actually, no, yeah, I mean, three years in a row now, he's been over a point per game. The year before that, 2018-19, he hit 40 for the first time, 76, goal, 76 points in 82 games. Um, low under a point per game pace, but still, you know, four elite seasons in the NHL and you know it's he, he's he will get a, a boatload of cash whatever that is I mean it's it is the Penguins have him on a bargain right now I don't think that can be stressed enough if he were to hit the open market say say Brian Rust and Jake Ensel switch places say it was Jake that was hitting the market this year right after he did what he did Oh, there would be team. There would have been teams lining up to get their hands on. I, I think the Penguins probably would have had it extended before the UFA market um, uh, opened up. And um, by the way, it would have been a little bit harder to keep him, uh, him, Latang, and Malkin all together with with the, with the cap. Even with Malkin and Latang taking less money, um, I, I do think it would have been a bit harder. But you know, Jake. You know, he easily would have gotten for the Penguins this year, you know, eight times, eight times eight, eight times 8.5, probably, probably a little higher. He he honestly probably would, could have asked for nine if he wanted to. If he repeats this production two years down the line, he might ask for more than nine. And again, I'm just, I'm not, you know, super crazy about that. And, you know, it, I, I'm just, I'm worried about it because, you know, players get into their 30s, you know, it, it, they start to go downward. And, you know, maybe... You know, he's going to age gracefully like a Gino, but maybe he'll stay a little more healthy like a Sid, who's just crazy with his work ethic and stuff. Crystal Tang, maybe he'll age like them, but, you know, the chance, you know, but there's also the other side of it where you, know, you don't really know if he's going to really um, age like them. But, you know, you, you look at the numbers this season from Jake, you know, when he was on the ice, the Penguins had 54% of the shot attempts, 57% of the goals, 53% of the expected goals, 55% of scoring chances, 54% of the high danger chances. Just elite level numbers. I mean, you know, I've said it so many times on this show that um, he's a top five goal scorer in this league. Um, you know, easily top that. I think anyone that argues that he's not a top ten goal scorer in this league probably doesn't um, know what they're talking about. Um, but you know, I, I think you know, top five is definitely in play with what he has done um, the last four seasons in the league. So. I don't think you're going to see anything on the extension front this year. I think Hextall's going to, you know, keep it quiet with that. But after this season, especially if he has another good year, 
could really see Vaughn trying to open up contract talks with Jake and be like, hey, you know, you're a year away. How do you feel? Where do you stand? Do you want to stay here for the rest of your career? Because, you know, once you sign this contract, you know, you'll be at the end of it, 37, 38, you know, you'll be close to 40. So, so that's, I think, going to be the big question. You know, will he actually want to go and test the market and see, you know, what he can get from other teams? You know, from all indications, he seems very happy here. Um, I don't think he would want to do that, but, you know, sometimes players, you know, when they have a chance to do it for the only time in their career that they can, you know, they want to do it. Like like Johnny Goudreau, and I'm not comparing Goudreau and, and Gensel's two players, but, you know, Johnny, he, he owed it to himself to test the market. He had a great offer from Calgary, decided to go closer home to play um, with the Wu Jackets. You know, John Tavares had, I think, a pretty good offer from the New York Islanders, took some other offers from teams when he got to free agency, went home to Toronto. Sometimes, you know, players players want to do that and try to just, you know, see what free agency is all about at least once in their career. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it, it's still a couple of years down the line, but, you know, it's something to think about. You know, it's again, it's pretty nuts that Jake is only making $6 million for, for the next year, especially after what he's done um, throughout his career. He is criminally underpaid right now, and that is going to change. But, you know, I think the Penguins, they should have the cap space available in, that, in the next couple of years to pay Jake. Kapanen comes off that same year. Jeff Carver comes off that same year. Uh, Zucker comes off next year. Luger comes off next year. Heinen, Archibald, um, Brian Ewan comes off next year. Tristan Jari is a UFA, but no, he might get extended. And then Ruido comes off in 2024-2028. Uh, Mark Friedman and then Casey Smith as well. So uh, the Penguins, you know, despite them always being up against the salary cap, they, they will have the space, I think, to pay him. And I'm sure they will probably be able to move a contract or two if they need to. Um, I don't think the flat cap is going to be that big of an issue at that time. I personally think the cap will have gone up in the next couple of years. I mean, obviously, we're all really feeling it right now because everything has gone to a standstill. Um, but, you know, I, I think they will go have more space to pay Jake at that point in time. So that wraps up this first segment. Let me know what you all think. Do you think that Penguins should get more aggressive and try to pay Jake? right now or do you think they should you know wait till the end of the season and then uh, try to negotiate a contract and if you think that what do you think he should get from the penguins i think that's you know it's, that's probably probably going to have maybe some difference of opinion from some people but would love to know what you all think with regards to a jake extension um coming up with in the second segment when we get into the johan larson stuff and why it's kind of ridiculous that he is not finding the any NHL team, namely the Penguins, who, who, who were, of course, linked to him. Um, that news came in on Wednesday. I just did not have a chance to get to it after yesterday's episode. But before I get to that, that online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. You can find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and memes. You can find reviews and news from every league, including MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports related information from live and game betting sports and podcasts, they all have you covered. You can head to the Bet Online today or use your phone to enroll the transaction. That is online where the game starts. All right, I'm back on this episode of the Locked On Penguins Podcast. I'm your host, Homer Hodes. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Homer Hodes. You can also follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. So just the other day, it was, it was on Wednesday, that we got we got the news that Johan Larson is going to not be signing um, in the NHL, he actually signed um, with, um, in Sweden. 
um, is going to be playing overseas um, next year. And um, the, the, the fact that he did not, you know, sign any deal with the NHL with an NHL team, you know, sign with the Penguins, let alone any NHL team, I think is how I wanted to say it, is almost criminal. Honestly, you know, he is one of the best defensive forwards, you know, in the league. If I can just, you know, find it, you know, I'm just going to pull the numbers here. I know I talked about this a few weeks ago when he was linked to the Penguins, but, you know, it's pretty crazy that no one wanted him. And yeah, you know, the Penguins, I, I, I know they would, they would not really have the space right now. I still think they maybe would have had, you know, a chance to make a deal. If they signed him, but you know, if you add Johan Larson to their bottom six right now, that looks a little more formidable. You know, again, you can have you would have had Jake Gensel, Sidney Crosby, Brian Russell on the top line. You know, Jason Zucker, Rick Card, Raquel, and Evgeny Malkin the second line. Jeff Carter on your third line with Danton Heine, maybe Kasperi Kapanen, and then you know Johan Larson, Teddy Bluger. You know, some mix of Ryan Paling, Brock McGinn. Um, you know, your forward depth is looking that much better I think at that point you know, there, there would be I think some really serious battles in the bottom six I think Larson won one of those battles um but I, I think he would have made the forward group you know that much deeper you know you look at his numbers um from this year you know from when he was in Washington he played 14 games he was on the ice Capitals had 55 percent of the shot attempts about 50 percent of the actual goals 57 percent of scoring chances 61 percent of the high danger chances um and then 60 percent of the high danger goals very good numbers. Um, he was you know, traded for at the deadline for a pick. It's crazy that he could not ink out any sort of deal with an NHL team. You know, it doesn't really make any sense to me um, at all, <laughs> to, to be honest with you all. Um, but, you know, he's going overseas. Um, again, you know, from, from what I was told, um, I think he was going to be signed, um, had the Penguins move Teddy Bluger in the original um, offer for Jeff Petrie. You know, remember, you know, it was supposed to be Pedersen and Bluger for Petrie. Montreal said no, from what I was told. They wanted Matheson. They said the only way this was going to work is if you move Matheson in the deal. Ron Hextall didn't want to do it. He wanted to keep Matheson on the team. I imagine he probably wanted a Matheson-Petrie second pairing or <clears throat> you know, something like or Or, you know, maybe Matheson on the third pairing with Trevor Weedle. I, I, I don't know. You know he, he wanted... All, all three of Latang, Madison, and Petrie to stay on the team, but you know sometimes you know you can't always get what you want as a Rolling Stones song said. So um, that you know Matt Madison ended up being in the deal, and the Penguins after they made some moves, you know they they were not able um, to make it work, and I think that's where it fell through. I'll, I'll never forget uh, Danny Shari of DK Pittsburgh score shout out to him. Um, I asked the question at the press conference. <laughs> And it's like, is there any truth to the report that you signed Johan Larson and Hextall just like scoffed on him? Just like, how in the heck did that get out? And that's obviously when he confirmed that Archibald was going to be a penguin and not um, Larson. You know, I, I would love to, you know, sit down with Elliot at one point and just talk about, you know, just that, how, why did it, you know, is that the full reason to, you know, Bluegers in the trade? Is that why it fell through because the penguins are trying to make him their fourth line center? Or, you know, do they realize they just, they just didn't really want him on um, anymore? Um, but again, you know, it definitely stinks that he's not going to be on the Penguins. I know some of you all had questions in my DMs and on the YouTube page and all that. Well, here you go. Not going to be signing with the team, playing overseas next year, and 
you know, that's not it. It would have been a really nice addition um, to the Penguins four group, you know, absolutely on that front. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, they were they were not able to make it work just because of the salary cap situation. And, um, you know, they were not able to, I think, make the best deal that they wanted to um, with regards to getting Jeff Petrie. That said, again, I'm really stoked to have Petrie on this team. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people this year, um, to say the least. But that wraps up the second segment for today's episode. Coming up in the final segment, we get to, to uh, some other um, news and notes around the uh, around the Penguins, including some of the players playing um, in a little summer league um, out in the Midwest a little bit. You know, Teddy Bluger and Jake Enfield have been lighting it up out there. Um, stay tuned for that coming up after this commercial break. I'm back in this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am your host, Connor Hodes. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Connor Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LRS Penguins. And of course, thank you all so much for making this your first listen of the day. So, um, a couple of the Penguin players um, have been playing, and so it's called WD League. Yes, you heard me right. Um, that is where they are playing. It's um, out in the Midwest. Um, a little bit as I can find um, the tweets here. Um, don't know where the heck it is. Um, this is like kind of ridiculous that I have not been able um, to find it. Okay, finally. That just like took, you know, way too long um, to get to. But, you know, every year on us since 2015, um, some England players, so they've traveled to Minnesota, which is where it's held. Um, so it's a charity summer league that brings together some of the NHL's top talents. To give back and grow this sort of hockey, you know, it's for a great cause. It's awesome. Um, Jake Ensel has been a regular there for the last several years, and um, he is just lighting it up <laughs> for, for the team that he's on. He leads all players in goals, assists, and points. And here, here you go: 15 goals, 27 points in just a handful of games. These players stand no chance going up against one of the best goal scorers in the league. Um, he has just been absolute. Absolutely awesome. Um, Tristan Broads, he's also participating in Penguins Prospect. Um, he hasn't scored a point, but you know he has. Um, well, three games with the North with the North Sun, um, he has not scored a point, but um, he did pick up a goal with Element. Um, Teddy Bluger, um, he's also been participating in the, the Beauty League, and he's been scoring. I, I know he doesn't do that as much with the Penguins, but you know, hopefully, you know, scoring in this league can you know get some more goals for him this year. You know. In just a few games, um, four goals, ten, 10 assists, so 14 points in six games. You know, if Teddy Bluger ever had that kind of production on the Penguins, um, I, I would, I would just, I'll be stunned, and I would just also be so happy. Um, again, it, you know, obviously it's a lot different going up against, you know, NHL competition compared to this competition, but you know, it's it's still good to see him playing well after, you know, he he struggled, you know, more than I expected to, more than I expected him to. This past season, you know, I, I kind of get the sense that, you know, the front office is, I guess, not that enamored with him <laughs> right now. Just, I, I, I get that. I, it's more of an educated guess, but, you know, how they were willing to include him in that in the original deal for Petrie and how he looked in the playoffs. Um, you know, I, I guess I'm kind of not surprised that, you know, the staff is, you know, a, a, a little bit down on him, um, to say the least. But, you know, again, hopefully he can get some confidence back here. Um, and, you know, it, 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 a comments back going into the season, but, you know, it looks like so far um, he's been playing 
pretty well. Nick Bukestad, former Penguin, he's been participating. Jason Zucker played in one game, um, and you know, three goals, three assists. So six-point game for Jason. I know he probably won't do that at all. I should say for the Penguins this year, but you know, it, it's good to see him back and healthy and you know, playing well. Honestly, um, even if it's only one game, I'm really excited for Zucker this year. Um, I, I may be in the minority for that. I guess I've always just had a soft spot for him, but um, when he's healthy, and I know that's you know, it's few and far between when he is healthy, um, I definitely think he makes a big impact for this team. And, you know, as it seems right now, he's likely going to be um, on a beginning offense wing this year. Um, unless they go out and trade for another winger and make another slash, something like that, um, I, I think he's going to be on that wing. And um, if he stays healthy, you know, I know I made the bull prediction last year that didn't come through. You know, I, I may go that way again, you know. If he stays healthy, maybe 20, 20, 20 to 25 goals. You all may think I'm a complete moron for that. I totally understand. You can call me an idiot in the comments on YouTube and you can DM me and all that stuff. But, you know, that, that, that's how high I am on him. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. When he is healthy. Um, that's just obviously, yeah, again, the big thing for him is for him, you know, it's just, just to stay freaking healthy. Ryan Paling, he's also played in a couple of games. He scored a goal, outscored Goski. He's also played um, in this. And, you know, again, you know, it's just it's a fun league that's, you know, for a great cause. It's, you know, definitely worth checking out if, um, you know, you, you want like to look at summer hockey and stuff. I know the World Juniors are going on right now. Uh, I would probably talk about them a lot more if there were a lot of Penguin prospects playing. But, you know, they don't have many playing because their prospect, system, their prospect pool is really bad. Um, you know, part of me, you know, also understands that, you know, the whole Team Canada situation is just – brutal uh for everyone involved um it's it's gross you know these allegations that you know it's i'm not going to go on a whole rant about it i'm sure if you you know if you caught up in the news you you know what i'm talking about um this is you know the kind of stuff with king canada you know, this, this stuff has to leave the sport um for good um but if you again if you are a fan of summer hockey and you know you want to add more that's not just the world juniors i would definitely check out the beauty league um, Penguins, you know, Twitter account, they've been posting all about it all summer. You know, it's also good for the, the, the players here to just, you know, stay in shape and, you know, just, you know, stay, stay in game action. I mean, the players obviously going to be coming back to Pittsburgh in the next month. Um, as long as they don't get hurt and, you know, it looks like they're kind of just gliding out there anyway, um, you know, I think I'm totally fine with them playing that league. As long as, like, a, a max patch situation doesn't happen where he has to miss the next six months with a torn Achilles that he suffered. Um, I think it was off the ice anyway, but still, you know, those, those kind of injuries can happen at any time. So again, as long as nothing happens there, totally okay with that. Um, I think that's going to wrap up today's episode. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, but, you know, I'm still glad to be able to, you know, give you all, you know, 20 to 25 minutes, three days a week of Penguins content. I will be back with another episode on Monday, which will be August 15th. That will be the official halfway point in August. We'll see if anything happens. Around the league this weekend, I was reading uh, Danny Shirey's report um, on DK Pittsburgh Sports Today, and you know he spoke to someone, and apparently um, he said he's never seen the market like this, which just, just comes to a standstill. Apparently, a lot of teams that have cap space are asking for the world from other teams that, that want to dump salary on them so they can find some of these players. Um, and right now, you know, you're just that's why you're not seeing any movement. And I think that's one of the main reasons why the Penguins have not made another move yet. I, I think in a perfect world, they would have wanted to make a move by now. Camp is, you know, only about, what, five weeks away at this point. But, you know, reality is, 
I think teams are probably asking them for, you know, more than just a player. They probably want to draft things. So, you know, prophecy, um, I think you're going to start to see some action, hopefully, you know, around September, you know, closer to camp when I think teams will lower some of their asking prices to take on contracts. But, yeah, thank you all so much for listening to this episode. I really, really appreciate it. Um, I'll be back on Monday for another one. Hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. We're almost getting closer to 700 subscribers on the YouTube page. We can get there before the season. That will be splendid. I'm planning to have um, some more guests on these last couple of weeks in August and obviously in September leading up to camp. Nope, we're getting closer. About, again, about five weeks um, at this point until camp opens and um, a few more few more months until I'm back at PBG Paints Arena for the first time. So um, definitely excited things ahead. So hope you all have a wonderful weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday.